0: Welcome to the Selling Security to the Board interview series. Today's topic, Why Do We Need a Security Intelligence Center? Hi, I'm Tom Field, Vice President of Editorial with Information Security Media Group. It's my pleasure to be discussing this topic today with Greg Boyson. He's the Director of Homeland and Cybersecurity with Lockheed Martin's Information Systems and Global Solutions. Greg, thanks so much for joining me today. It's
1: a pleasure. Thank you.
0: So, Greg, we've all heard about the Security Operations Center. What exactly is the Security Intelligence Center, and why do you find it becoming the new gold standard in security organizations?
1: Security Intelligence Centers, or SIX, are the transformation, the next generation of the Security Operations Center, or SOC, model. The threat has evolved. It's increased. And it's become a game changer in how we need to approach cybersecurity. very skillful analysts at Lockheed Martin developed a cyber kill chain approach several years ago. And that's progressed into an entire approach to defense called intelligence-driven defense. And what we've been able to do is change the focus of analysts. No longer are analysts eyes on glass waiting for an event to come in and feeling deluged by many, many events, and how can I possibly be successful across all these events? Now, what we've been able to do through extensive automation of existing tools is focus those precious analyst resources on the events that truly matter and aggregating those events into a view of campaigns over, in some cases, decades of effort and find the commonalities between those discrete events and, in essence, focus on the intelligence analysis behind network defense, not just event monitoring.
0: So if we take a step back, you define the Security Intelligence Center for us. What's wrong with or maybe what's not enough of the traditional Security Operations Center? What's missing in that model?
1: Fundamentally, a SOC approach or Security Operations Center approach will succeed against the 80% of common threats. But where that approach will let you down is on the other 20%, and those threats are the advanced persistent threat. This threat is constantly evolving. It's a nation-state force, and there are very intelligent humans on the other side of that keyboard seeking entry into your network on a daily or hourly basis. And when you're up against a threat or an adversary such as that, you'll see a tremendous mix-up in their approach for how they plan to breach your network and the tools they employ, and a a more static and historic approach to cyber defense that's really looking at the boundary and looking at, say, antivirus protection or a given step in the cyber kill chain will let you down. And by approaching it from a holistic cyber kill chain mentality, in which you see the seven discrete steps an adversary needs to succeed at and you understand that success is stopping them once and a resilient network is stopping them many times or multiple times throughout those seven steps, now you can build a robust defense such that not only do they need to change a single aspect to succeed, they're going to need to change up to seven steps in order to succeed. And that's cost, that's labor. We like to think of it as... The, the adversary or the bad guy has budgets and bosses and holidays just like us. And if you can increase the cost of their successful attempt or successful breach of your network, you will derail their efforts and dissuade them from success attacking your networks.
0: Well, Greg, that's excellent context. I want to bring you back to the topic of selling security to the board. It's hard to go to the board and talk about SIX and socks and acronyms, So how do we present the Security Intelligence Center concept to the board in a way that they can understand it and we can win their support? In
1: an age of big data, I think the best focus is that the best data is small data. And the reason one undergoes extensive big data analytics is in order to get at those events and that gem of information that truly matters. Um, I often think about that if I had more time, I'd write a shorter letter, and analysts need to spend that time, need to have that maturity and have that excellence in analysis in order to write the shorter letter and get to the three events or the six events, that handful of events that truly matter. And I think that distillation is how to communicate effectively with board members, senior leaders in your organization, and the people that hold the purse strings and the authority in order to properly empower analysts. No one can understand a step such as three million events in a given day or month or cyber incidents. Similarly, we hurt ourselves and hurt our means to communicate when we talk about all breaches as equal. Breaches are have many, many different flavors, and there's a fundamental difference between an email that was delivered to an inbox but then subsequently blocked versus an email which has had time to install and establish command and control uh, with a foreign adversary and is actively exfiltrating data on your network. The kill chain and an intelligence driven defense methodology allows you to see each event for what it is and provides a vocabulary and a definition for that escalation or that increased threat associated with where the event is moving through your network. And what one needs to do is find a way to create metrics and data in that same light in order to have the right conversation with senior leaders and not deluge them with data as a network defender, is deluged with sensor events or incidents.
0: So, Greg, let's say we have success in getting the board's attention, getting their understanding, and getting the support. How do we then initiate the culture change necessary in the organization for the Security Intelligence Center to truly succeed?
1: The best first step is focusing all efforts on the tremendous data that you already have, the movement for information sharing is fantastic, and it's a very positive step in the world of cyber network defense, but I think it fails to understand the data that's close at hand. There's no better intelligence on what your network will face tomorrow than what your network faced today, or what your network faced yesterday, and that cultural change is really empowered through an approach to knowledge management and distilling Um, sim data or event management data into not only the events that matter but what matters about those events how can we see and picture an adversary or a campaign of events over the course of weeks months or years as a single entity who is trying to establish a presence on my network and or take from my network and so this culture change is really one of embracing knowledge management to say, I know a great deal about my network. Surely I want to get to the point of automation and understanding my own data such that I can talk to a peer group and know what they're facing in a given hour or minute or what they faced yesterday. Uh, But that data is much easier to take in when you first understood and can share the knowledge you have. Now you can ask better questions and better leverage the data and the information and the knowledge of those
0: around you. So, Greg, let's bring this back to Lockheed Martin. How can you help organizations to assess where they are and where they need to be in terms of rolling out a security intelligence center?
1: A primary cyber assessment goes a very long way. When you look at the experiences we've been very fortunate to have, um, not only, I think, primarily in defense of our own networks. We, as the global security provider, of the United States and the world in the number one position have very, very rich, valuable information that we've needed to defend and continue to need to defend. Those experiences are priceless. Layer on those experiences, our role defending the DISA, NipperNet, SipperNet, the unclassified and the classified DOD networks as prime contractor for uh, what is called the GSMO contract, is another tremendous valuable, valuable resource for us. Additionally, we're the prime contractor in the Defense Cyber Crime Center, which is the largest cyber forensics lab in the world, and we're a key player in the intelligence community. If you can bundle that experience together, which we are very fortunate to have, and then provide cyber assessments on other critical networks, you've seen a lot of the lessons learned. You understand the best practices and no longer is a new customer who's trying to transform from a security operations center to a security intelligence center uh, having to experience any pain or any effort as if they're the first person to go through them. Now they are the, the 10th or the 15th or the 25th customer given our experience set and they can, there's a great economy of scale and there's a great rapidity of implementation that one can achieve by leveraging that experience.
0: Well, Greg, a final question for you. We've talked about a lot here. We've defined the Security Intelligence Center, talked about how to present it to the board and get support. We've talked about the cultural changes. Important question is, where do you begin? What's the starting point for this evolution?
1: Start with a fundamental assessment. Uh, It can be six or eight weeks of your networks, bring in a provider with the scars and the lessons learned and the experience in order to to take the right shortcuts, see the analogous uh, positioning and architectures of other mission-critical or critical enterprises, and identify the low-hanging fruit. Uh, Beyond the low-hanging fruit, meaning that highly valuable changes that are at a low cost to implement, the right provider will be able to – give an assessment such that there's many other activities that are higher value, but greater cost. Similarly, there are activities that are relatively easy to implement, but um, may have less value in securing your network. Laying out that panoply of options is a great first step to say, what am I ready to do? And are my vulnerabilities so great, even though the effort is high, that I should continue on that path? Or is my budget, my labor such that I really need to do the, the low effort, even if they're lower value in securing my network, because that's what I can bite off at this point in time? When you can move from that to assessing your skills, understanding the culture in place, understanding what tools you have, are you breaking the tools you have and using them to their, their greatest extent? Or are you procuring additional tools even though the current tools are barely used at, at their greatest efficacy. I think each corporation, each government department, each government agency is going to be at a different place on this continuum. But an initial inventory can go a very long way. Uh, from there, it's about deciding what your next step is. Uh, for some, a outsource model is absolutely best. They don't want to develop the skills and the labor pool and the inventory of of tools, et cetera, and processes in place in order to become as secure as they want. And then outsourcing is going to be the quickest journey in order to the security posture they need to do. For others, it's going to be core to who they are and a core capability that they can't possibly dream of outsourcing. And so an initial inventory of what you've got, where your vulnerabilities are, what effort you can employ, and what degree of outsourcing you should do will really define your cybersecurity journey for the next three to five years.
0: Greg, well said. I appreciate your time and your insight today. Thank you very much.
1: My pleasure again, and and thank you for your time.
0: You've been listening to the Selling Security to the Board interview series. The topic has been, why do we need a security intelligence center? My guest today was Greg Boyson. He's the director of Homeland and Cybersecurity with Lockheed Martin's Information Systems and Global Solutions. For Information Security Media Group, I'm Tom Field. Thank you very much.